This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. You can find all my work at njmunoz.com. Welcome to Digimon Chronicles. This is Digimon Chronicles episode 22, and I'm on chapter 2 of the Digimon Dreamers... Dreamers? Dreamers? No, Digimon Dreamers manga. So, I looked this up, and the mangaka, whose name I can't see right now because I foolishly cropped small image and I'm kind of locked into this screen now... Yabano, something Yabano, uh, worked on the a bunch of Pokemon manga and some other Digimon manga as well, and possibly Digimon card designs, which makes a lot of sense. Uh, and I think it's more recent Digimon card designs, so that's pretty cool. So definitely not the mangaka behind. Uh, what am I thinking of? Shaman King. There we go. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and I just read something funny, or not funny, but interesting about the Shaman King manga call that I don't want to talk about now because it has to do with Ruroni Kenshin and I don't want to, you know, rub salt in anybody's wounds. So, uh, anyway, um, this issue was fun. This chapter was fun. I like the small digestible chat, uh, chapter. Um, it is about, you know, I didn't count the pages, but again, I'm going to say about nine or ten pages. And I'm thinking about... Well, I'll, I'm just going to talk about it itself, and then I'm going to talk about kind of writing technique after that. So uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I like the gag of Pulsemon bringing, uh-oh, Kodo is his name, not Kudo, apparently. Um, I can't remember the kid's name. Anyway, bringing Kodo to you know the digital world, summoning him there, and having him helping him train, and the, the gag with uh, Kodo enjoying the uh, you know Digimon with him while he's drinking tea or coffee or whatever that was. Uh, it was funny, and uh, Pulsemon's like, hey, I didn't bring you here. This isn't a cat cafe. I'm here. You're here to train me so I can Digivolve and become stronger, right? So simple focus. He's very direct in what he wants, and Kodo, we didn't get much characterization from him, but apparently he's an indoorsy, lazy type, and he doesn't really want to go outside and he wants to do it remotely. So here, borrow my phone and I'll use my laptop and you can show me and I can give you advice from that. And, you know, this is not a remote job, uh, is Pulsemon's response. So that's, it's funny. And there's a, a, you know, cute, fun dynamic between the two of them. And, uh, I don't know, it's just like, it makes for a good comedy. Like, it, it's almost like it's just a series of gags. Like, it's, the whole thing's a gag manga, but... Um, it's really entertaining, so I, I like it. I don't know if that's supposed to be some sort of comment on, like, Japanese kids and their desire to, you know, play video games or computer games rather than actually be outside or anything like that, but it's still fun and funny, and then, like, Pulsemon tying him to himself at the volcano for training, uh, is really funny, and Vegemon comes along, and, uh, well, okay, first of all, they're not only using the dub terms, but they are enshrining and canonizing them, because they have a pyramid showing Mega at the top, and actually, the pyramid, uh, is cool, because it shows, um, that Mega is at the top as the most powerful, because, uh, you know, if you think about it conceptually, the least amount of Digimon would get to the mega size or mega level so it'd be rare so there'd be fewer of them but they're also at the peak or at the top of the pyramid which makes a lot of sense so the base is uh i guess in training is what they show they show in training rookie champion ultimate and then mega which is five levels right uh and in training is the broadest at the base and that's kind of cool visually it just it makes sense that that's how it's broken down or that's how it's represented and there's even a little arrow sh- uh showing that pulse mine is at the rookie level um so that's cool. Anyway, so talking about Vegemon, who is a champion, which I didn't realize Vegemon was a champion. Um, 
yeah, he just never struck me as a champion, but I guess he is, um, which I guess makes sense based on the threat that he was in Zero Two. Uh, and anyway, apparently he doesn't smell. He's got a good smell, which draws other Digimon in, according to this, the little info box, which is hilarious because or hilarious, frustrating, and, and bizarre, because in the dub, and I guess, I don't know, can we lay this at the feet of Jeff Nimoy, or is it somebody else? Um, Vegemon apparently stinks. And, um, yeah, I mean, like, for American kids, veggies, you know, are gross, supposedly. And uh, I get why he would go with that, but it's just kind of funny that it's totally the opposite of what it is in the Japanese. And uh, I like that they literally do get lured in because during this training, all of a sudden the sweet smell uh, draws them in because of, you know, hunger, you know, associated with training and whatnot. So that was kind of cool. Something I neglected to mention last time, I think, uh, as a... Uh, I like Frontier a lot, Digimon Frontier a lot, but it's weird to see Pokemon... That's right, Pokemon and Nemon. Nemon was the stupid one, right? Pokemon and Patamon teamed up again because in... A chunk of uh, Frontier, they're together as a pair, and I don't quite know why. Like, I think Padawan makes a pretty good mascot for, uh, you know, Zero One, or for Adventure, and... <laughs> Zero One. Uh, I think he makes a pretty good mascot for Adventure, and Pokemon, I don't think he makes a very good mascot. I don't think he's a very cute character. Um, or at least, like, his design isn't cute. Like, his personality was fun in Frontier, and I like it okay here, um, but it's just seeing the two of them together makes me think of Frontier. And I don't know if they want to be evoking Frontier or not because I don't know uh, how well received it was in Japan um, or anything like that. But anyway, here, I think it was kind of a flop. Um, and I watched it, I don't know, a couple of years ago, the whole thing through, and I just thought, eh, not so great. Especially the end game. Like, the beginning of it is really good. The, up to the middle of it is, like, really powerful. But, like, when they meet those other kids in the... Anyway, I'm getting distracted. I'll talk about that on... Uh, I'll talk about that later. So, in Digimon Chronicles in the future, in you know, 2026, I'll be talking about Frontier, maybe. We'll see. Anyway, um, but yeah, so I, I like this. It's entertaining. It's enjoyable. Uh, there's really nothing to complain about, um, you know, other than it's not like a serious, you know, Digimon story. But, you know, there's a... What is it? Is it called Digimon Savers? Is that one? No, Digimon Next. I really like that one. I read through that whole thing years ago, and... Uh, who knows? Maybe it's something I can do here in Digimon Chronicles. But yeah, I mean, for what this is, it's a lot of fun, and I'm enjoying it. The characters look good, um, and it's funny, it's entertaining, and for just a little bit every week, you know, I had a good time reading it, and I'm having a good time talking about it now. So anyway, I don't want to go on too long, so I'm going to go ahead and stop myself. Let me know uh, what you thought of this chapter of the manga, uh, what you think about the... I guess the vibe of it overall, with it being this more comedic manga, it's more comedic Digimon story, and uh, yeah, just all your overall thoughts on it, anything you hated, I'd love to know, and anything you loved, I'd like to hear about as well. So, until next time, folks, take care. This is MJ, signing out. I hope you enjoyed that. Go to mjmunoz.com to leave any questions, comments, or other feedback you might have. There you can find all of my analysis, art, and fiction. I cover books, tokusatsu, comic books, anime, and more. Look around. You're sure to find something else that you'll enjoy as well. This has been a Story Over Everything production.